Welcome to Artistic Accomplices. I'm your host, Eric Scott, and this is the podcast that's all about art, creativity, and learning. We all could use a little creative nudge every now and then, something that will prod us, encourage us, and give us a shot of inspiration. Well, Artistic Accomplices is the podcast that does just that. It gives you small doses of motivation and creative encouragement. So as you make, create, play, and live, I'm here to share my thoughts on art, creativity, and learning. I'm also going to interview artists, writers, educators, and much, much more. So like the gym buddy that motivates you to hit the gym on a regular basis, Artistic Accomplices is that little voice in your ear telling you to hit the studio or to pull out the paints or to pick up the pen. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's dive into today's episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for joining me. I am Eric Scott, and this is Artistic Accomplices. And today, uh, well, today I I was kind of struggling with coming up with a topic, a focus for today's episode. Um, It's not that I haven't had the ideas. Uh, Actually, I've been throwing around a bunch of ideas, and, and ideas have been bouncing around a lot over the past couple weeks. But I just couldn't decide what I wanted to focus on. And what what happened was I sat down earlier today and I decided I, I just wanted to, to work in my journal. See, I, I over the last month or two, I've been feeling really, really jumbled. Um, a little bit uh, just... Yeah, just trying to put things like together and trying to trying to figure out kind of the direction for things and the focus for things. And I came back uh, in November from a couple conferences and I felt very uh, reinvigorated, very energized. And with the end of 19 or 2019 and the beginning of 2020, I was feeling very much in this groove of like, all right, this is a, a new turning point and something awesome is going to happen and here we are almost the middle of February and I have been feeling a bit maybe stuck is a a good word for it Um, and so I've had all these like ideas jumbling around in my mind not just for the podcast but for other things as well and I've been trying to like make sense of things I've been trying to uh, put some ideas together, and today I decided that I was going to sit down and do some writing in my journals. There's there's nothing like just picking up a pen and uh, turning to a blank page and just sort of letting the thoughts, letting the words spill out. And so that's that's what I did today. And as I was kind of writing, uh, things started to like kind of clicking together. And I started connecting things. And when I got done, it seemed like what I had been writing about, what I had uncovered in this this form of writing, um, would be a good episode or a good topic for an episode. And so I decided, like, all right, I'll sit down and now I'll try to craft an episode around this notion. And the the only way I could kind of do that is was to get like really personal and I 
And I think I, I want to do more of that. I want to, yeah, I share stories, I share ideas, I share things from my own life. But uh, sometimes I feel like I, I hold certain things back. And so I am going to warn you that this is going to get a bit personal. Um, uh, you might get get to feel like you, you, you're getting to know me a little bit better and a little bit deeper. Um, so, you know, just kind of putting it out there, giving you some fair warning. But I think it's important to discuss these things and to discuss what I've been going through as an artist, as a creative individual, and to share that with you, to, to, to encourage you, to, to, to show you that other people go through these things, that other people have these thoughts, that it's not all, um, you know, flowers and roses and everything uh, for, for people out there no matter what like you might be seeing certain things but um, a lot of times people are going through things and experiencing things and thinking about things that that perhaps you have thought about too and so I really wanted to kind of sit down today and focus on that and I decided to frame this episode around the idea of story. And this is something that I've brought up before. Uh, it's something that's been coming up again and again in a lot of my own journaling, a lot of my own writing, a lot of my own ideas. But it's also things that I've been seeing a lot here lately in the, the types of things that I'm reading. And this notion that we all have a story just keeps coming up over and over. And so I wanted to focus on that. And I think that, you know, we, we all have this story and it's that story that helps us navigate the world. So we tell ourselves these stories. Um, it was interesting over the last couple of weeks, I've been reading about how some people don't have an inner dialogue. Well, I have a very strong inner dialogue that I hear a voice in my head and sometimes it's kind of on repeat. It kind of loops over and over again, kind of saying some of the same things, but um, other people don't have that. But no matter what, whether we have an inner dialogue or not, I think we all have a story and that that story helps us to relate to this world, to to um, figure out our part in the world, our place in the world. It's this story that shapes our worldview. And I think that's, that's how and why we create the things that we create and share the things that we want to share, that we want to share our stories. There's something that is in us that we want to communicate to, to, to others. I've said this before on the podcast, but I believe that that through our creations, we are trying to create meaning in our lives. That That's one of the big things in life, that we're trying to figure out the meaning of our lives. We're trying to figure out the purpose of our lives. And I feel that's, that sometimes the easiest way to do that is to create the meaning. And it's these artistic or these creative endeavors that help us discover that meaning and that purpose. And one way that we do that is through this notion of story. Now, you you might be into some creative endeavor where, where you feel like, well, you know, I'm not a writer. I'm not telling stories. I'm not writing stories. But I think anytime that we're trying to communicate something, we're trying to communicate 
an idea or a feeling. And all of that revolves around some type of story, some type of thing that we're trying to communicate. So that, that notion of communication, I think, is the notion of, of a story. <clears throat> and I think we, we want to connect with others. We want to help them see themselves. And our stories, our ideas, the things that we are trying to communicate through these creative things that, that we are making, that we're doing, help other people see themselves in our stories. And so I want to share a bit more of my story and, and talk about kind of where I come from. Now, I've... I've shared my basic story. So in the very first episode, I introduced myself. So if you haven't listened to that, you can go back and listen to that. And I talked about, you know, who I was and where I came from. Um, I shared my desire to create art and and my belief that every person is is creative. I talked about wanting to connect with others. And so I kind of shared a, a brief biography, but... I didn't share everything. And I think it's really difficult for us to to share the the whole story of our lives. I mean, there's just so much to us that it would be nearly impossible. But I do want to share more of my story and talk about kind of who I am, who, who I feel that I am, and why I am drawn to to uh, create and to connect, why I, I, I have created this podcast, why I put myself out there on social media, and why I feel that it's very important for for all of us creative folk to, to do that, to not just create for ourselves in isolation, but to create things for other people. And so I want to talk about that in today's episode. So um, I'm going to go ahead and, and dive in. Uh, it's not going to get extremely personal, but I am going to kind of open up and maybe share some things that, that are a bit vulnerable. So anyway, here we go. <laughs> so just so you know, I am not a shiny, happy person. Um, I can be a bit of a grump. I can be a bit of a pessimist and a bit of a loner. And I, I feel like I've I've always been that way. And even, even now, I'm very content in being by myself for very large stretches of time. I'm, I'm very introverted in many ways. Um, even though, I mean, you know, here I am broadcasting a podcast for anyone in the world to listen to. Um, there's probably just a handful of you out there listening, but I am glad that, that there are people out there that listen. Um, and so you might wonder like, well, why would an introvert get on a mic and talk to, to whoever that's out there? Well, part of it is that there's an anonymity to it, that it's easier to sit and talk to a mic sometimes than it is to to talk to, to people face to face. So I am that that bit of an introvert, um, and you know, and I but I do put myself out there again and again as a teacher. 
a lot of people think, well, if you're an introvert, why why do you teach? Why do you travel and 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 uh, speak in front of large crowds and teach classes? And I think part of that is is me confronting and working with this introverted part of me. Um, I'm not a very super high energy, bubbly kind of person. Uh, I can be a bit melancholy, a bit sedate. Uh, I keep my emotions locked up pretty well. I'm, I'm not like I'm, I'm not super wild and crazy. Sometimes I am, but most of the time I, I feel like I kind of keep my emotions kind of locked up. Um, and even when I'm excited about something, I don't, I don't always like, like let it show through. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure where that comes from, but I, I, I think that, um, there's a lot to it. And, uh, but I, it's like, I look around and I see people that are like that people that, that, uh, really have a light and, and seem to shine. And, and I look at those people and those are the people that others are drawn to. And I kind of feel like I'm over in the corner and I am, am like trying to figure stuff out and people just sort of walk by me, look past me and, uh, and even even like out there in social media, it's like I, I I'm very socially awkward. Uh, I do not do well at parties, especially if I don't know many people. I, I I I am terrible at small talk. That drives me nuts. I I mean to sit there and talk about the weather or talk about sports or or you know just these these sort of minor things that doesn't interest me. I want good conversations. I'd much rather sit and have a a very meaningful, thoughtful conversation with a single person than to stand around in a big group just sort of talking and, and spouting some some uh, kind of meaningless small talk. Um, so I, I'm not like this bubbly, kind of shiny, uh, shiny person. Uh, yeah, sometimes I can be emotional and sometimes I can be animated, especially when I am teaching. Uh, but... Often I, I just I, I feel a real, real heaviness, um, a, a darkness of, of some sort, a, a cloudiness, a, a dreariness, and I've I've like I said I've felt that way for quite quite some time, um, and I think a lot of people m might not understand that, especially when they look at my art and I, and I use bright colors and I draw these goofy monsters and, and things like that. And I, and I think my art is a reflection or a reaction to this, this feeling. And so I think this comes from often not feeling like I'm good enough. I, I think a lot of people suffer from that. You know, there's just this feeling that somehow you're inadequate. Somehow you don't measure up to other people that somehow you have it harder than other people. And it's it's really something that I've felt for a really long time. I actually kind of feel like in ways I've cultivated it. And, and I think we do cultivate these personalities, these things. Um, I have kind of always liked being off by myself, even oftentimes when there were other kids to play with, I would be off sort of just as an observer, 
kind of laughing and giggling and, and being content with just kind of watching what was going on. Uh, a lot of times I was outside playing, running through the woods by myself, just playing out these large fantasies in my head, just having a good time. And I often have a hard time connecting with other people. <clears throat> like I said, small talk is not one of my strong suits. And I, and I can sort of feel a bit isolated and feel a bit, a bit disconnected. And I've often found myself comparing myself to other people. Even though I, I've accomplished a lot in my life, and I have to sit back sometimes and remind myself of those things. I have to remind myself, like, hey, I've, I've published books out there. I've gotten to travel all over the place and, and teach in all these different locations and give talks to large groups. But even now, there, there's just sort of this, this cloud that I always feel kind of hangs over me. And to be honest, I'm just kind of tired of it. I'm tired of feeling some resentment and some anger, and I'm tired of this like gloomy dreariness. I'm tired of carrying around this heaviness. And like like I was like I said a little while ago that I think that's one of the reasons why I make my art, that my art is a reaction to this, that it's me trying to to break out of this, to lighten the load, to lighten and brighten this, this darkness. And I think that's why I do make art, why I share my art, why I share myself. It's so that I can connect with others, so that I can feel this light. To, to lift myself up, to lift others up. Um, that's that's kind of the 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 whole gist of all of this. I can be a bit cerebral, and and I love reading about psychology, and I love reading about spirituality, and but those are things that that don't often come out in my work, and so when people see me when they look at my art they might not understand that and so there, this is very much a part of me that stays in the background and it's something that in a way i want to say that i'm battling it but i don't know if that maybe that's too strong of a word um it, but it's something that i deal with and creating and sharing helps me shine I mean, when somebody emails me to let me know how something I've done has inspired them, it lifts me up. It brightens my day. When I give a talk and, and folks come up and, and give me a pat on the back or give me some positive feedback, it's, it's proof that I'm connecting in somehow, that I'm lifting myself up, that I'm lifting others up. And I think that's the, the great thing about sharing our stories our stories can can help others. Other people can see themselves in our stories. But our stories can change and they can can evolve just as we can change and evolve. And it's through creating that we discover our own stories. But we can also discover how to change it. So if my story is that I, I feel this heaviness, if I feel this gloominess, this melancholy, this sort of 
feeling of never being enough, then I can recognize that that's, that's the first part of the story and I can change it. It's called a plot twist. So I can, I can spin things around because I am creating my story and through creating, I'm discovering what that story can be and how I can change it. And that's when and where the magic really starts to happen. I'm starting to feel that like creating isn't about making something for ourselves. I mean, we could sit and make things and create things and never share them. And people often do. And we could discover our story. But we have so much power with these things, with our creations, when we start to share and connect with others. And our stories are how we connect. It's, it's how we can help others see, them, see themselves in the things that, that we've created, in the stories that we are telling. And so our art, our creations become a gift to other people. And that we can, can inspire people. And I, th- I think when, when, we are in, in, when we are inspired by something it resonates with us. So a few episodes, I talked all about resonance and how things just seem to vibrate with us. And so when we are are taken with something that somebody has created, when we see something and we go, oh, wow, there's something there. And, and it kind of pulls at us and tugs at us. It's, it's vibrating with us. It's resonating with us in a certain way. And so when we put ourselves out there, when we allow ourselves to shine, we allow other people to find that resonance, to find that vibration, to be lifted up by the things that that we create. And it's at this point that I can't help but think about Jim Henson. I've always loved Jim Henson, and I, I grew up watching Sesame Street and the Muppets. But I want to talk a little bit about, about Fraggle Rock. And if you haven't seen it, like I, ne- I never watched it as a kid. It, it came out in the 80s. I was a kid. Um, and, uh, and we just didn't have cable, though. So it was on HBO. It was, one of, it was a- HBO's original, original broad, uh, um, made-for-HBO uh, things. And, and so I, I never watched it. I knew about it. Uh, I, I would see commercials for it. Um, you know, so it was always something that I kind of knew and I kind of had a vague notion of the characters and, and kind of what it was about. But after reading the Jim Henson biography, I, I had to see Fraggle Rock. And so a good friend of mine actually has the entire, uh, uh, four seasons on on DVD so I borrowed them from him and I watched it so it took me several weeks to watch all of them and and I would watch three four five six episodes a day sometimes and I must say I really really enjoyed it you know here I am a, a 56 year old man and I'm watching the fraggles but um, I've always loved Jim Henson and there, there's definitely something 
magical about Fraggle Rock. And the the one thing that Fraggle Rock did was that it used story to connect with its audience and and uh, to communicate the main point of the show, Henson just gave the crew working on it a simple mission. And he it was going to be a, a children's show, even though I, I feel like there's so much there that that uh, that that would that's good for adults that. Uh, you know, catches the attention of the adults. There are things in there that I think go over the heads of kids. Just, I, just like I remember Bugs Bunny as a kid. Like there was so much there that I didn't really get. And then watching it year, years later, it's like, whoa, I never, I never got that. So the same thing like with the Fraggles. Um, but it wasn't just going to be a, a children's show for like learning and stuff. Jim, Jim, Jim Henson's mission was world peace. That he wanted to create a a children's show that would help teach children about world peace, with the hope that that this show would help help future generations really understand each other and connect with each other. And it was an international show, and so they it was aired in lots of different countries, with that notion that like if kids around the world are watching this show and starting to understand how things are connected that that we need to have empathy and understanding to bring around this shift in this world and that was that was the mission and i think we need that mission i think even more nowadays but it was through these stories and there were three maybe four main species in fraggle rock so you had the fraggles you had the gorgs you had the doozers and then you had the silly creatures which were actually the humans and these stories brought to life all kind of notions about how we are all connected and how what we do affects others and how we need to put ourselves in the sh- in the shoes of other people that we need to to sort of take a different perspective that when we get so caught up in in the way we think and the way we feel that we need to be able to see the situation from the point of view of another person and it was really in, in the fourth season that i think they really started hitting this notion really hard of interconnectedness but they also brought in this notion of magic and that really fraggle rock was this very magical place they they had like bits and pieces of magic throughout the other three seasons but the fourth one they really brought that and that 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 really hit home as i was watching the final season and i was watching the special the bonus features on it and hearing some of those people involved talking about what a magical magical experience it was but then also just some of the these ideas that henson had behind what the fraggles were and here i've here the last couple weeks i've really been able to see kind of that magic of creating of 
of making something that helps tell our story, that helps us feel that interconnectedness with the world and with other people. And that that started like helping to lift me out of some of this heaviness, to out of some of this darkness. And I, I, I've begun to realize that the reason that I've been making art and teaching for the last 20, 30, 40 years is so that I can share the magic, so that I can help students, both kids and adults alike, to, to discover their stories, to discover the things that they want to share, to help them shine, to help them to help these people lift themselves up out of their own darkness. And so as we share our creations, we are really sharing that gift. And that ties into another fraggle notion that when you discover something wonderful and beautiful, you pass it on. You give it as a gift to someone else, even though it's something that you might want to keep all to yourself. The true magic is in gifting it to someone else, of sharing that beauty, of sharing that magic with someone else. And that's something I want to do more of. I mean, yeah, it's it's why I'm doing the podcast. It's why I post on social media. It's why I've written books and teach. But I feel like that's just kind of sharing the things that I've created. But sharing what others do and what, what others have done that have really impacted me, that's where I want to, to focus more of my energy coming up here in 2020. That it's not just gifting and sharing the things that I create, but sharing what others have done and what others do. And that is where I've always struggled. I see tons of amazing things online, on social media, on the internet, and I don't take the time to to pass it on, to share it as a gift, to, to pay it forward, as they say. And that is where I want to focus my energy. So I'm still going to focus energy on sharing my ideas and connecting with others and hope, hopefully lifting other, others up and helping them shine. And I would challenge you to do that, to, to share yourself, to share your art with other people, to tell your stories as a way to connect to others, as a way for others to see themselves in you. But then I also challenge you to share the things, the, the things that you've discovered, the, the artists, the, the images, the words, the quotes, the songs, the whatever it is that sparks you, that, that sets you on fire, that, that lights you up that helps you shine share those things pass them on to others make other people aware of these amazing things too often i know i personally kind of find these these people and these works and these images and these amazing things and and my 
I can be a little bit greedy and I just want to kind of hoard it all to myself and be like, no, this is mine. I'm not going to share. Um, it's not always intentional. I mean, th in the back of my head, I I've been wanting to share so many things, especially about the people that I feel are my heroes. I want to like sit down and, and make blog posts and, and podcasts and talk about some people that have been really pivotal and, and people that I look up to and the people that I consider my heroes, but it, it gets kind of pushed to the back burner. And I want to share the gifts that these folks have given me and I want to pass pass it on to others and so that's what I would encourage you to do as you go out into this world over the, over the next few weeks and months and hopefully years think about how you can share your gifts the things that you make and create with others but then also to, to share those things that spark you, that, that inspire you, the things that you have discovered, the gifts of other people that, that have come into your life, and how can you pass those on and help other people connect to help other people shine, to lift them up, to take off some of the weight from these other people and really, really help people shine and help them tell their stories. So I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much for, for listening once again. Um, and as always, happy creating. This has been Artistic Accomplices. I'm your host, Eric Scott. Thank you for joining me.